A new study shows exactly how consumers and small businesses are at risk from COVID-19 spam attacks. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Stephanie Carruthers, Chief People Hacker at IBM X-Force Red. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I have to ask, what does a Chief People Hacker do? That's a great question. So a chief people hacker. So that's another way of saying social engineer. And I lead a team of other social engineers at IBM X-Force Red, where we conduct phishing, vishing, or voice phishing, and physical security assessments for our clients. IBM Security and Morning Consult just released a 2020 consumer and small business COVID-19 awareness study. Who did you survey and what questions did you seek to answer? We surveyed a bunch of different consumers and small business owners. And really the purpose of that was to gauge how effective phishing campaigns would be right now during this pandemic. Walk us through some of the study's key findings. One of the things I found the most surprising is that 35% of the people said that they expected to hear from the IRS by email, despite years and years of the IRS saying they would never contact anyone by email when it comes to, you know, their personal filings, which I thought was, was a pretty high number. Something else that the study showed was 14% of small business owners really felt confident that they understood the process to receive stimulus relief, which that leaves a huge amount of business owners that are very uncertain and, and they're confused, which is a perfect opportunity for attackers when, when people don't really know what's going on. What are some of the traits, if you will, that the malicious email shared? So a lot of them shared things like from major banks against stimulus funding. So we saw a lot of campaigns from American Express and Wells Fargo. Again, it's the attackers pretending to be them, but the emails claimed that they had information pertaining to stimulus relief. So all the person had to do was click here in 24 hours. And that's a pretty clever approach that attackers like to use that I use as well as there's a timeline and there's urgency. And typically when that's involved, a lot of people wanna act a lot faster than they regularly would. As we plow through our email inboxes each day, what are some of the red flags that maybe should alert us to possible phishing attempt? So a lot of things that we're seeing right now is it might say the emails from American Express, but we've seen a lot of domains that are like product at 12345.info. So really, really poor domains and email addresses. So that's one of the first red flags. Another one I would definitely say is what I like to call fraud speak. And it looks like English is written as a second language. So there might be words out of place as well. So that could be a red flag. And another one is really just slowing down and observing. Once you're able to do that, I think you'll start kind of seeing a lot more than you would rather than rushing through, especially if there's that, that fake timeline where urgency is involved. How does voice phishing work? So voice phishing, attackers are getting pretty creative with it. One of the things that they like to do and I like to do as well is utilize caller ID spoofing. And what that is is 
I can make my phone number appear to be any phone number I want. So I could pretend to be your bank or your IT department. And typically when someone sees that number calling them, they have an instant trust built with the caller. So once you have that, that trust built, then you kind of, the attacker goes into their pretext of what they're trying to get, what type of information, and really go from there. What steps should consumers and small businesses take to prevent falling victim to these scams? I think the biggest thing to prevent yourself from falling victim is slowing down. A lot of times we're on our phones or we're not paying 100% attention. And because of that, we're rushed. So if we really take the time, slow down, observe what's going on, that would probably stop a lot of different types of spam from happening. The other thing I would say is if you get an email from someone pretending to be the SBA or your bank, instead of interacting with the email, so instead of clicking links or opening attachments, go to their website directly. Most times, especially now during this pandemic, those type of organizations have information even on their homepage that you're probably looking for. All right, Stephanie, where can our audience find a copy of the study? We have all of the study's information on a blog on securityintelligence.com. All right, and thanks again for joining us. That's Stephanie Carruthers, Chief People Hacker at IBM X4 Spread. If somebody wants to connect with you personally, Stephanie, how can they do that? I'm on Twitter a lot. My handle is snow or underscore SN0WW. All right. Thanks again. And find more of my interviews right here or go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.